Hey, I'm Dawn Scott Damon, your freedom coach, and I'm fiercely passionate about helping you become an empowered woman. As a life coach, author, pastor, emotional and spiritual wellness advocate, I'm here to help you realize your true dreams, craft your master plan, and coach you to fulfill it with ferocious execution. As a survivor of childhood trauma, I know what it takes to overcome obstacles, fears, and insecurities, and I'm here to help you do the same. But I don't do it alone. I bring the sisterhood on to share their journey in this mad voyage called life so that you can glean from the boldest, bravest, and grittiest adventurous who are living out their dreams. Join us. Today's show is sure to change your life. So stay tuned because it's... Join the Freedom Girls Sisterhood with your Freedom Coach, John Scott Damon. Radio. It's time to join Freedom Girls Sisterhood with your Freedom Coach, Don Scott Damon. Welcome, Sisterhood. It is so good to be back with you. I'm Don Scott Damon, your Freedom Coach, and this is the podcast where we help you live a full, fierce, and free life. That is what we are committed to. And hey, by the way, if you have found some help and benefit from this program, go ahead and subscribe to it. We'd love to come to you on a regular basis. But I am excited that I got the sisterhood with me today. I was going to introduce her as my guest, but you know, in just a moment, you're going to hear from our surprise sisterhood. And I really feel like she's part of us because she's been on the show so many times. But our, our sister today is Monica Boyer. And Monica is a ketogenic lifestyle coach who has lost over, okay, listen, wait for it here, 100 pounds, that's amazing, 100 pounds on the ketogenic lifestyle. That's just changing the way she looked at food, her relationship with food. And now she's living and maintaining a very healthy and whole life. In fact, she's my ketogenic lifestyle coach. And it's her passion to help women begin to take their life back and to live again. And uh, you know what? She would be so happy and so willing to walk with you on your journey to health. So let's give a big sisterhood welcome to Monica Boyer. Welcome. Woohoo! Hi, Dawn. I'm so excited to be here today. I, I absolutely adore talking to women about freedom and Oh my gosh, your your podcast is right down my line. I, I just love giving hope, and I'm so happy to be here today. Well, thank you so much for being with us. And before we talk about today, I mean, this is such a relevant topic because we're going to be talking about how to continue with health and making good choices during this COVID-19 thing. But before we get into how are you doing, is all well for you? All is well. I I don't even know what day it is today. I I moved from my office to my home office, and I'm I'm uh, intermixing that with homeschooling now, and it just was all thrown at us at once. So I actually got in my car and drove down the street so I could do this podcast with you in silence. <laughs> so oh it's my a goodness! Experience for me. That is so funny. That is so funny. And I know so many people who are going through that right now. My kids are all all of a sudden thrust into being homeschool moms. So we feel you. Uh, 
but yes. they love us. They love us so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> now I heard some kids saying, man, I hope I don't have the same teacher next year as I have <laughs> here. <laughs> but, so funny so um whoops i'm losing you just for a second i'm gonna pause this a minute so this is just such a crazy time in our life and as i said in the beginning of the show you are so committed to this lifestyle well it's transformed you it, it there you probably can't think of any other way to live but the way you've been living but this is a very challenging time for us as Americans and probably global, but I'm going to just speak to our audience, which is women, to eat right. Our routines have been blown apart and our exercise routines, and there is so much going on. How could you help us today with some tips and some tools for doing this and, and making good choices during this very, very stressful time. Yes, that is such a deep and a touching question. In fact, this is so funny. When I started my February session, I, te I coached for seven weeks in a row. And when I started my February session, we were two weeks in and boom, this thing hit. And so it was my most, challenging session to coach and yet it was my most rewarding session mm -hmm. because they had two weeks under their belt and they were prepared and I said two weeks in I said girls we have trained for this time we're watching the world fall apart right now literally fall apart fear mm -hmm. is taking over our lives mm -hmm. and you are in a point where you're in control of your life and we can't control. Here's how I got through it, Dawn. Um, because I struggled too. I have, I've kept my weight off for two years mm -hmm. and I was also thrown into a brand new season, something that I had two years to train for. And it was my moment to, do you believe this or do you not? And yeah. the pull that I felt to the kitchen when I got, when I had to move my office from, from downtown to my home, the pulse that I felt to the kitchen was real. And so what my clients have experienced this season was they know the tools. I gave them the tools. I gave them the science. I gave them the, you know, the practice, the, the common how to keto. Um, I gave them that they had that. But then they had to live the second portion that I always work with my clients on, and that's the emotional part. And the emotional part, the fear, the angst, the what if, you know, do we uh, eat, drink, be merry for tomorrow we die, you know, or do we get prepared for when this season is over and we can go back into our communities, not with the quarantine 20, as I call it, but right. with um, needing to go buy new clothes and actually stimulate the economy <laughs> to go buy our new clothes because we made it. But I felt that pull to the kitchen and it was something that I had to live what I had been teaching. And so for me, I think even more than talking about my clients, it's, it's talking about my journey of how do you live this thing? And, and it works because, you know, 112 pounds are gone, kept off for two years, but now we're in a crisis. I had a choice. Do I choose? to go back and live in fear 
or do I choose health? And I can't control what was happening on the outside of my house, but I can control the carbs I put in my body. And so for me, is it weird to tell you that it gave me some sort of, um, not power, but some sort of, uh, you know, I'm not a feminist by any means, but I can control this, you know? And so that's what got me through was I can control what I put in my body. And we are coming out of this by God's grace. We are coming out. We're going to be stronger as a country. We're going to be stronger as women. But what choice am I making today? And honestly, Don, there were some nights that I had to put myself to bed. I had to, um, I had to say, no, that's not going in my mouth. Even though I feel like it, I'm going to go to bed. And there are some times I had to, I had to have victory over the temptations that I was facing. So this part of the journey, this part of the keto journey was more emotional. It was more battling that emotional monster than it was the physical science. Because I can teach you the physical science, you know, I know it by the back of my hand, but the emotional stuff is a lot harder to deal with. So that's what we did. And gosh, Don, my clients in February lost 354 pounds in, in seven weeks. They oh, just wow. graduated awesome. yesterday. They did it. And they, you know, they, we're talking about, you know, going uh, shopping. They're like, yeah, my clothes don't fit anymore. <laughs> so, well, I'll tell you just, what, I'm totally going to be on that bandwagon. I feel like that's my duty to be, uh, stimulate the economy. When we come out yeah. of this, I'm going <laughs> shopping. I'm going to help with that. But you know what? I, I, you said a moment ago, you know, it's not that you've, you had a certain amount of power, but you felt, I think the word maybe is empowered, right? Yes, 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 yes. You were That's so it. empowered to do this. And I'd like to tell you that I had the same great victory. I didn't. I mean, I crashed and burned for probably about two weeks, maybe, which is why I'm, I'm um, reengaging with the coach keto coaching tonight we start our class i'm excited about that i don't i do it for health i don't have a ton of weight to lose but regardless where anyone is in life whether they're on keto or weight watchers or whatever this emotional piece that you're talking about is very powerful because aren't isn't it true that we might be eating out of comfort looking for comfort, looking, we're stressed out, we're afraid. And so it's all of this emotional eating and we're off of our routine. We're bored. What, tell me more about emotional eating. Where does, where does it stem from? Yeah. The second class that I teach my clients when they enroll is how to break emotional eating addictions. And that is where a lot of people find freedom. Um, We are emotional beings we have been trained and, and emotional eating is not always just bad it's not always negative um, it can be positive it can be going to grandma's house and smelling her house and reminding yourself of those chocolate chip cookies it can be neutral and and I think for me I struggled most this season with neutral it wasn't good or bad it was I'm bored I'm things are not normal for me and so for me you know food I, I tend to lean to food as comfort. And so mm-hmm. there were times that I had to do some tough love. There were times that I honestly, Don, I emailed my pastor last week and I said, Pastor Dave, I'm not okay right now. I've got to be strong for my clients. I've got to put on this, you know, air of I've got this, but I don't because 
I am afraid of what's happening to my country right now. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid. Yep. And, and so there was times that I had to go seek wisdom, but there were also times that it wasn't good or bad. I just felt the need to eat. So what did I do? I had those keto snacks in my cupboard. I made sure when we had that warning, we had about a week warning over here before our state uh, shut down. Okay. During that time, I stocked my fridge. I had those meat sticks in there. I had the cheese in there. I had the heavy whipping cream. I had the meat, a lot of meat. I had those scientific things that will keep my body in ketosis. So there was no need to cheat. The other thing I did was I also got keto chocolate because it's not wrong to eat chocolate when we're stressed. You know, sometimes we got to pick those battles. We got to fight those battles. And is this one worth fighting? Most of them for me was. I stopped eating at six o'clock. I don't start eating again until, you know, 11 the next day. And so those are barriers. Those are boundaries I put in my life. But I also allow there to be those, I don't want to call them cheats because they're not. They're, it's keto chocolate. It's, you know, the, the mm-hmm. keto pork rinds, the things that we make to substitute, you know, the, the other food that's out there. So I have those as backups. Um, and I made sure that I understood when I was being faced with emotionally. I, I do this thing, Don, and it, it's really funny. It's called the, the green bean test. Oh, I yeah. ask my client, are you hungry enough to go to the cupboard to open a can of green beans, plain, cold, no salt, and eat that can of green beans? If you are hungry enough to do that, you're hungry. Go eat. If you're not then let's process this. It's emotional eating. Why do I want to eat this? And so I ask my clients to journal. Why do you want to eat this? Some battles are worth fighting. Most of the battles, because I don't want to gain any weight through this quarantine. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I weigh myself once a week. That's my boundary. That's my accountability. Um, mm-hmm. And then I choose to fight those emotional eating addictions, but some, or emotional eating um measures because it's not necessarily an addiction at this point we're in an unknown territory we don't know what we've never been this way before and so um mindful mindfulness eating is what i call it i want i want my clients to be mindful eating that way they're not held captive by their emotional eating Mm -hmm. that's really good i like how you're putting that i picked up when you were talking about you eat at a certain time and you stop eating at a certain time. That sounds to me like you're doing a, a pretty good job or at least being very uh, intentional about keeping some sort of routine. I think yeah. for me, what went wrong for me is that my routine blew up because I have a very structured morning with prayer and devotions and my, my coffee and then exercise. And actually, I mean, I'm going to be sharing this with the world tomorrow on a radio station out of California, but I am a COVID survivor now. And um, so I did contract it. And so that's really kind of what happened to me. And my husband got it too. And we're fine. We're doing great. But I had over two weeks of not feeling well, wanting certain foods, craving carbs. And so I'm struggling now, which is why, again, we start tonight uh, back on our routine. My routine got blown up. So eating, stop eating, eating goals, weighing, uh, weighing, uh, getting on the scale and mindfulness eating, it just all went crazy. And um, since I I am the pastor, I didn't have anybody to call. So I called you 
<laughs> I went online. I'm like, okay, so we're, I'm getting back on this. So that's, that's how I can get my discipline back. Um, so what if women are listening to us, by the way, and, and maybe you can speak to this too, but the other thing that happened to me is that I, I think I woke up the sugar addiction that had been dormant, that was gone. And then you, you eat those carbs and that sugar, sugar addiction, that's a real deal, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. They say sugar is more addicting than heroin. And then coming off of it, I have found clients having the same withdrawal symptoms of, you know, coming off of it. It is a beast. It is just, it's my number one enemy uh, as a keto coach. I hate what it does to people. Mm -hmm. Um, I hate what it does to our minds. It gives us foggy minds. It gives us you know, the, the insulin spikes, it's just, there's nothing good about it. But what I call this, um, I talk, you'll hear this coming up because this is new in class, but I, I call it um, the one last bite syndrome. So a lot of my clients get to this 30 pound mark where they lost 30 pounds and depending on how much you have to lose, it depends on your timeline on this, but they get to this point where they think I can have one last bite. The minute they take that one last bite of whatever whatever it is, whether it's a donut, whether it's some sort of sugar, whether it's even an apple, it's that one last bite that leads to the next, like the frog in the kettle syndrome. And so I caution people that one last bite is what's going to take you out of the game. And so um, if they're prepared for that and they know that ahead of time and they know that that 30 pound mark is coming where that confidence is there and that I can do this by myself is there that's when they fall. And so we fight that. The other thing I was going to tell you, Don, is the thing that helps my mind. When I told you I had to, e I had to email my pastor this week because we can't meet in person. I had to email and, and say, I'm not okay. The biggest thing that helped me was to get out and move, move my body. That when I got out um, and I, and I enjoy running, which is absolutely crazy for this woman to ever say that, for that to come out of her mouth. <laughs> I have loved it. I love that time with Jesus. I love that time of running. Something happened when I did that. My depression left. Yes. My, you know, it, my spirits were lifted and I didn't have those cravings anymore. So that was the other thing I found. It got me through this emotional hole to the kitchen. Yeah, that's good. Very powerful because I think when our schedules get blown up, and things start to happen, and we do. We get that biological and that physical craving again because we've we've awakened the sugar monster. Uh -huh. But we um we lose our why. Why did yeah. I want this health? Why do I want this body? Why do I want to not have brain fog? And so I had yeah. to get my journal back out. I had to get uh, reconnected to my why, because I think that a vision pulling you forward is much better than something pushing you. You know, nobody likes to get involved when guilt is pushing you. I'd rather be pulled by vision. So yes. got that journal back out. Are there any other tricks that you know? Okay, so you said get out, get your body moving. You change it, you change yes. your state. You know, you have to change your state. We can't just sit there in the room in the quiet watching TV and not expect that we're gonna wanna eat, put something in our mouth. Right. Right. So get out have, and move. Yes, have something, have your refrigerator stocked with your kind of food. Have your pantry stocked, pre-stocked. Um, I talk a lot about, as women, we give our schedules away to everybody else. There's no question whether we go pick up our kids in the, in the parent pickup line, we do it. We, we're just there. 
what we forget is ourselves. We forget that food prep. We forget that pre-planning stage, mm -hmm. you know, of, hey, I better shred this cheese. I better have that meat pulled out of the freezer so that I can have what I can have. So always never give yourself an exit ramp. Always have your kind of food because we do eat differently than, than yes, the majority yes. of the world. Um, know your know your keto Bible. I, I give my clients first thing. I uh, hope you've downloaded yours for tonight. We've got our keto Bibles that we know what we can eat, what we can't eat. We know what spikes our insulin. We know what will kick us out of ketosis. The other thing is is the emotional side. Knowing why we're doing this. This mm -hmm. this COVID thing is real and it's serious. Mm -hmm. But what we have done as as women who have changed the physical um, energy source of our bodies, we've removed the inflammation. We have removed the pathways that the, this disease, and I'm not saying it's a cure for this, I'm saying if we've removed the inflammation, we've removed those negative things that this virus feeds on, and, and this is with all diseases in general. This is with mm -hmm. you know, sugar, yes. diabetes, this is all of these. When we get ourselves as healthy as we can be, then our immune system is ready for these crazy, scary things that can enter our bodies now. So for me, I'm a fight or flight girl. I'm all in or I'm all out. And for me, I don't want that stuff anywhere near my body or my family. And so for me, I also make it a, I dare you, you're not coming near me kind of thing. Yep. My body's cleaned out of all of that infection and all of those yuck crud things that come in with the bad stuff that we put in our body. So be prepared emotionally, be ready to fight that depression because it is natural for it to happen. Uh, get up and move, have your refrigerator prepared and, and know that you are cleaning out your body, that you are doing the very, very best that we can, even better than medicine sometimes. My clients are falling off their medication with the help of their doctor when they change okay. what they're putting in their bodies. Yeah. Can I speak to that just for a second? So yeah. I have a friend who is uh, pre-diabetic, diabetic on medication for it, not insulin yet, but on medication, taking four, up to four pills a day to keep sugars in line. And then oh. um, has quite a bit of neuropathy um, on their feet, you know, all the bottoms up the toes and moving towards the tops of the feet. They got a hold of this keto and... Um, started it now it's been about two and a half weeks week number one the transformation was so drastic the neuropathy is 90 percent gone in the feet wow. the diabetes already in one week has been is in the process of being reversed and they're down to one pill a day wow. from four in fact there was one uh, two days in a row where they only needed one for both days wow. And um, they've lost eight pounds. And that was just one week. And week two, they said, this is my new life. Oh, I'll never go back. My brain is thinking. My body feels, I, I, I can feel it. And it, they, they're a minister of the gospel. And it, just to have your life, your body back, because your body carries around mm -hmm. your, your spirit and the, the anointing of God and your call of God. And if your body, which is the vehicle by which your real you gets moved around in this world, if it's not working, you know, yeah. you're not able to fulfill the call of God on your life like you want to. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can, I can speak for that um, on the front lines. I was not a good mom. I, and I was a good mom. I mean, I'm not saying I wasn't going to a good mom, but I realized um, when I was 
going down the curly Q slide with my nieces and nephews, I realized halfway through that slide, I couldn't do this for my kids because mm -hmm. I was too big. I was too unhealthy. And it hit me at that moment. I could have done so much better. And there, and I'm not going back there. You know, I'm not going yeah. back to the past. But there's so much to live for. And there's so much. I'm a better mom, a better person in ministry now. Who knew? Who knew we could have lost? You know, my clients last year lost 6,000 pounds. Lives are changing. Who knew that would have oh ever happened? Oh. So, yeah. So exciting. It's very, I'm very, you know, I don't have anything to do with it, but it makes me proud for you as a sister in the Lord that you did get your life back. And so you know what it is. You know what the opposition is. You know what the resistance feels like. You know what the, maybe the crash and burn is, but you, you had to find and, and develop, cultivate a mindset that said, I'm not going to quit. I'm not giving up on my dreams. I'm going to keep going. I got to have grit. I got to dig in. What other things did you do then? Or do you recommend now? Like this is a spiritual journey too, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, um, I was a lobbyist uh, for pro-family issues for the past 20 years. And when you're a lobbyist and you deal with politicians, you become a very, very bitter person. And I was a woman working in a man's world. Yeah. And that in and of itself, you don't show tears. You do not show any sign of weakness. And so I had become a very, very bitter person. And so part of my health journey on the spiritual side was God took that bitterness and that anger. He completely removed it. In fact, I went numb for about six months, which was kind of scary. Mm -hmm. um, and then I ended up found myself at a rent collective concert and it was like somebody pouring a pitcher of water into me of joy. And, mm -hmm. and, and I, very difficult to lobby now. I still do it um, because we're called to speak up for the, you know, for the unborn and, and I still do it, yeah. but it's a little more difficult to do that as a, as a person full of, of joy. And so, um, so yeah, the spiritual side is important. It's all three. It's all of the above. And I tell people in my intake calls, I'm a person of faith and we implement this into the program because if you just heal the outside, it's just a bandaid what was happening on the outside of my body was a, an internal display of the depression and the sadness that was on the inside. So you really have to deal with all three issues. I, I encourage my, my ladies and my, my clients to go through counseling. Nothing wrong with counseling. It's healthy. Um, because when we heal all three of those sides, uh, we're a brand new person. And you have no idea what God has called you to do after you go through this and after you go through the hard, the hard part. But my goodness, my clients this last month were baptized in fire. <laughs> it was, they had to be all in. And I struggle as a coach, you know, to when to, to put to some truth in there and when to show some gentleness. And, and I had to figure that out this session. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Well, they can do it. They could do it during this season and be successful. You know, they can do it anytime. They are all there's there's no more sugar for these ladies they are all in and the other thing that helps um it's not necessary you could totally google how to do this no necessary you know it's not a necessity to have a coach but a lot of um i teach a delicate balance of the science i want my ladies to know why this is working because if they understand their insulin situation in the presence of insulin you cannot lose weight and the whole ketosis aspect. Mm -hmm. It's a science, it's a fascinating science. And so mm -hmm. once you have somebody walk through that with you, it makes it into a lifestyle versus a diet. And yeah. you understand 
So that is also, that is a helpful thing to have with you. Yes. Well, and you said once you have somebody walk with you. So um, how important is it to have a coach? I mean, this is not a sales job right now, because if you didn't feel that it was important, you would never have become a coach. Why right. did you decide to become a coach and how important or helpful is that to someone? Yeah. That's a good question. Um, I fumbled through it. I, I was, uh, it was Dr. Google for me and I went through a <laughs> lot of heartache um, because it, it, it is a serious, I mean, we're changing. It's like, it's like changing operating systems in a computer. We're changing our, our energy source of burning sugar and carbs to burning our own body fat for fuel. And the way that the government has set up our food chain, it's run by lobbyists. It's not run by, um, you know, people who understand, you know, it, it's, it's run by who has the most money is what I found. That's my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and so I had to find, you know, there's hidden ingredients. Maltodextrin is my number one enemy. It is in every single thing that we eat as Americans because it's a cheap filler. Well, maltodextrin has a higher glycemic index than table sugar. So okay. when, when these products are marked as sugar-free and there's maltodextrin in it, you're not losing an ounce because it's, it's a higher glycemic index and it spikes your insulin, insulin more than sugar. And in the presence of insulin, you can't lose weight. So those kind of things I had to, I had to learn. Um, after I got certified, I had to go through keto flu, which was about three weeks, and I almost quit mm -hmm. because I didn't know how to do it right. Oh, wow. um, and so a lot of people, probably 50% of my new clients say, oh, I've been on keto. And I purposely say, forget everything you know, give me seven weeks and let me reteach you. And they are astounded what happens when they learn the science and they learn all of those hidden ingredients that they do. Yeah. Well, and I can on your own you can totally do it on your own there's I, mean, I did it you know 112 pounds yeah and congratulations that's just amazing and, but you yeah and you could do it on your own and I did do it on my own but I will attest to the fact that once I got into class with you I learned things like I thought I was okay to have half and half in my coffee every morning or I would use um heavy whipping cream but I didn't think about the carrot carrot yeah, yeah. And so there are some little sneaky things, you know, carb, carb creeps and, and uh -huh. sneaky hidden things, because let's face it, um, some of these things make food taste better. Or like, for example, I would use shredded cheese that was already pre-shredded, you know, out of the bag. I would just take it. Yeah. And then one day I'm like, well, why are there more carbs in here? And then I recognize uh -huh. they fill it with some you know, potato starch and powders because they don't want the cheese to clump together. So I learned, oh, I have to shred my own cheese. Yeah. And yes. So many things that I thought I was doing correctly. And when you only have 10 pounds to lose yeah. and there's 12 things in your diet that are wrong, yeah. you're not going to lose the weight. Makes a big difference. That, that last 10 pounds is a monster. In fact, um, on your journey, I haven't told you this, but on your journey, because you only have that, I've got some extra things I'm going to need you to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> All right. I can't wait. Well, um, so, so just one last thought as we're talking about this, we're saying um, getting a coach and a getting coach is not just for the uh, education piece, but just for that support. It's, um, it's, um, I think education goes a long way, but then if you're in, if you have a coach that has a support group like you do, 
then I've got all these sisters that help me that, that are there for me. And I love that piece of it. Can you just talk about the support? support that somebody yeah. might need oh yeah the coaches i i like to say i'm an essential worker at this point but honestly <laughs> it is the ladies that you walk with um through this um we have after you go through the one-on-one session then there's a monthly session after that and and those ladies it's called the sisterhood and they walk together mm -hmm. through their journey um I, I have an office here locally so some of them meet here we're opening up several other branches of, you know, where they can meet in person. There's just some, I mean, I think the Bible speaks to that too. You know, one is great, two that walk together is even better. And so when you're going through the same thing as, you know, another sister, it gives you power, it gives you strength. And, and so, yeah, that is the, the group aspect. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but that's not as as successful as my group because they learn the they learn the things and then they walk together as a group and um and they tell they share funny stories of their clothes you know their clothes literally falling off in the store because they've lost the weight in there they have not gone to get the new set of clothes yet and so you know it's just my passion is coaching women i coach men as well but they just they just drop the weight they walk on they do life our ladies stick together even after the program they're like we're just you know it's accountability it's that's, really accountability that's awesome i it's so funny you say that because i did have a friend and she and i were out and about and she's lost about 60 pounds now but she thought she could still wear these stretch pants and she stood <laughs> up and down they went and we still talk about that we're like you know what there's one time in life where we are thrilled that your pants just <laughs> fell off keto makes your clothes fall off for sure <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so yeah. just to wrap it up you know having a coach for the accountability having this sisterhood is an amazing thing praying you know ladies that are listening right now that this is a spiritual journey and so grab that journal and write those reasons why it's important for you to make some transitions and if you could just dream with no judgment, don't correct yourself and don't scold yourself right now, but just dream about what would it look like for you? How would life change for you if you could find yourself free from the excess fat that doesn't serve you well or weight or disease, which is also called dis-ease, right? So how can, how can you make this time during covid something that works for you and not against you where you could emerge and people would say oh my goodness what happened we say well when the whole world was on lockdown i got a revelation i got set free and so that's really what we're talking about today any last thoughts from um, you today monica or any um just encouragements for the ladies who might yeah. be struggling yeah, I would say if I if I was sitting down with a sister with a cup of coffee and looking her in the in the eyes, I would say, I want you to know there's hope. We have been fed a bill of goods that this is just the way life is. You were just created to carry those extra pounds. You were just created to carry that dark cloud over your head. And that's a lie from the pit of hell. Yes. I was two hundred and thirty-two pounds. Uh, three years ago, on the couch, drooling with hopelessness. And there was no hope. There was, I couldn't even walk around the block. And yesterday, I ran three miles. 
And I was thanking God every breath I took. Thank you for my muscles. Thank you for this breath and the second chance. And so I would just say, there are second chances and you can do a complete reset in your life, bringing just your health into alignment. And then when you do this, the emotional and the spiritual, God has a tool that he is ready to use and he's ready to use you fiercely. Amen. That's awesome. Where can people find you? They can find me on all social media through Facebook, through Keto Mom Coaching. KetoMomCoaching.com is my website, and that has all of my classes in there, but I am all over social media. I'm, I Well, Facebook is my, that's, that's where I land most of the time, but they can find me in all social media aspects. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us today. And just, will you just agree with me in prayer right now as we close up and just say, Lord Jesus, I pray for every woman listening right now who has lost hope. And she just heard something that brought that hope back, that brought life to her like fresh wind. I pray that she would grab onto it. She would believe the message of hope, Lord. It's never too late. It's not over. You still have a plan and a purpose and a call, God, on everyone's life. My sister's listening today. And today, April 13, 2020, was your day that you got set free. The truth just demolished the lies. And this is your coming out. We believe it. We speak it. We thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much for being with us. I so appreciate you. Again, everybody, look her up on Keto Mom, and you will see the beautiful trans transition, transformation. You will see the before and after, and you got to do it. Well, all right, sisters, this has been an amazing time. So great to be with you again today. If this podcast has been of help to you and you found value in it, make sure you share it with someone or go on our website, like us, rate us, and subscribe to us. Again, The Freedom Girl Sisterhood. You can find me on all the social media links. Instagram, Dawn underscore Damon. That's Dawn underscore Damon. Facebook, Pastor Dawn Scott Damon. And if you want to do the Freedom Challenge, join us on Challenged and Free. That's on Facebook too. All right, everybody. I hope you've had an amazing time with us. We sure have had amazing time with you. This is Dawn Scott Damon saying it's Freedom Time. <laughs>